Dear friends, I had some very distressing news this week during our visit to Rome. I found out that they were doing cats as a seasonal bocconcino for fans of the show. And I was hoping that the theater might allow me to do an audition to sing the part of Grizzabella. And they refused. So I took matters into my own hands and did the audition myself directly in front of the theater and tagged them in my Instagram and Facebook posts. And still nothing. This is very bad news for me, as I thought that this was going to be my big break. What this means is that now more than ever, I need your help to support the podcast. So if you are at all moved with pity for me, please go to patreon.com slash countermelody, where you can pledge your monthly or yearly support, for it ain't gonna come from Andrew Lloyd Webber. Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. Each week, you will encounter me, Daniel Gundlach, as your host, guiding you along a magical route that will bring us closer to the voices of those singers that most enchant and transform us, no matter what else is going on in the world out there. Thank you for joining me on that path. This week's episode. I have a very, very special episode for all of you today. In spite of the fact that I am in the middle of my holiday, I'm taking the time out because there are very few singers who are more important to me than Helen Donat.
that was Ms. Donat in a 1978 television appearance singing Rosen aus den Süden, or Roses from the South, which was adapted from themes by Johann Strauss's operetta Das Spitzentuch der Königin. Erich Leinsdorf was leading the Wiener Symphonica, and Helen Donat was in full 1978 glory there. Listen, just yesterday was the birthday of Giacomo Puccini, and while Donat didn't sing that much Puccini, she did sing both Mimi and Musetta, and there is an overarching theme to this week's episode, and that is that virtually everything that we are going to hear today is going to be sung in German, and this is no exception. This is Quando men vol, or Will ich allein, in a 1981 recording with Heinz Gese leading the Nordwestdeutsche Philharmonie. July 1940 in Corpus Christi, Texas, into a family of Syrian-Armenian heritage. Helen's mother, while she was pregnant with Helen, prayed repeatedly that her daughter might be born with a voice. She was an enormous fan of Jeanette MacDonald, and hence Helen's middle name. At a young age, she began studying at Corpus Christi College and eventually moved to New York, where she studied with Paola Novikova. At the age of 21, she bought a ticket to go to Germany to audition, and in less than two weeks, she had been offered a contract to become a member of the opera studio in Cologne. At the age of 21, she made her first commercial recording for German EMI, under the baton of Wolfgang Gönnenwein, the second soprano part in Mozart's Great Mass in C minor. So let's just hear a tiny bit of that. It's not sung in German, but she does utilize Latin German pronunciation. Here's Helen Donat at the age of 21.
than 40 years later, Helen Donat had blossomed into a full-fledged lyric soprano with jugendlich dramatisch capabilities. From 2002, here's a recording of a portion of Wagner's Dich teure Halle, Elisabeth's entrance aria from Tannhäuser. Because Christmas is right around the corner, I will be dotting the episode with some holiday selections. Let's begin with a performance of Erwache Frohlocke, aka Rejoice Greatly, from Handel's Der Messias. This is a live recording of a Christmas concert from Munich, in which Kurt Eichhorn leads the Münchner Rundfunk Orchestra. career that lasted more than 50 years. She never encountered any serious vocal problems and she moved quite comfortably from lyric coloratura repertoire into the German soubrette repertoire in which she really did excel. She never made a bad record. One of her most famous early recordings is of course singing Sophie under the baton of Georg Scholti in his, I would say, 
legendary Rosen Cavalier recording that featured the Australian mezzo Ivan Minton, the Viennese bass baritone Manfred Jungwirt, and of course, the matchless Marshallin of French soprano Richard Crespin. I think everyone who loves Helen Donat treasures that recording. About a dozen years after that, she recorded the role of Zdenka in Strauss's Arabella, a performance that is way up there with the very best ones ever made. We're going to hear a portion of the Aber der Richtige duet from the first act, in which her older sister is portrayed by the phenomenal Julia Varadi and Wolfgang Savalisch, who was one of her early mentors in Cologne, conducts the Bayerisches Staatsorchester. This recording is from 1981. Donat did also sing 20th century repertoire. Her recording, for instance, of the governess in Turn of the Screw is an extraordinary performance. But since we're only hearing things in German today, how about something 
It is a real curio. A brief excerpt from Paul Hindemith's early opera, Zanta Zuzanna. He composed it in only two weeks in the early months of 1921, and it was premiered the following year in Frankfurt. This is the third of a trio of one-act expressionist operas. The libretto is by August Stramm, who these days is renowned as one of the first of the German expressionists. Santa Susanna is set in a convent where the protagonist is found lying face down in prayer in front of an altar. She is plagued by erotic thoughts and fantasies. She is warned by Sister Clemencia, another of the nuns, of what happened to Sister Beata, who gave in to those erotic fantasies and for her punishment was bricked up alive behind the altar. But Susanna is unable to contain herself and at the moment that we are about to hear gives in to an erotic frenzy. And of course, afterwards, you can imagine what happens to the poor thing. This is a recording from the year 1984 in which Gerd Albrecht leads the Radio Symphonie Orchestra Berlin and we hear, as Sister Clemencia, the mezzo-turned-soprano Gabriele Schneid. German soubrette. One of the characteristics of this voice type is that she has to have very easy access to her high notes. She also has to have a substantial lower and middle voice because so much of the music is set in that range. We heard in that 1961 recording of the Mozart Great Mass that even at the age of 21, Helen Donat's voice was grounded in its lower register, but she always had very easy access 
to the high notes as well as a superb command of coloratura. She was one of the supreme interpreters of the soubrette role of Marceline in Beethoven's Fidelio. I have a live recording with Leonard Bernstein from Rome from the Beethoven year of 1970, in which we hear Helen Donat singing the very end of Marcellina's aria, O wer ich schon mit dir vereint. Fidelio is Beethoven's only opera, and yet he did write an earlier version of the piece entitled Leonore, after the heroine of the opera who, in the course of the action, masquerades as the boy Fidelio in order to rescue her husband Florestan, who has been imprisoned by the evil Don Pizarro. In the first version of the opera, Leonore, there is a duet for Marcellina and Leonore, a.k.a. Fidelio. Marcellina is very, very taken with this boy Fidelio, much to the chagrin of her actual betrothed Iacchino, her father's assistant at the jail. Let's listen to a bit of that duet. This is a recording from the year 1976 in which Herbert Blomstedt leads the Stadtkapelle Dresden and we hear Helen Donat as Marceline paired with the Leonore of a beloved singer of mine and I think also many of yours, the German soprano Edda Moser. Oh, 
Now it's time for another little Christmas break. From the year 1987, let's hear an excerpt from Bach's Weihnachtsoratorium, which Helen Donat recorded under the baton of the tenor Peter Schreier, who is leading the Staatskapelle Dresden. This is from the final of the six cantatas that comprise the Christmas Oratorio. This is the Recit du Falscher, followed by a portion of the aria Nur ein Wink von seinen Händen, in which the soprano soloist upbraids Herod for his treachery in trying to discover where the baby Jesus is. Just one wave of Jesus' hand will cast down the powerless strength of men. If the highest speaks but a single word, all of his enemy's pride will be swept away. I can't imagine that any of us wishes that we had that superpower to deride any of our enemies. Never.
Helen Donat, over the course of her entire career, was a sublime Mozart singer. She sang everything from Susanna to the Countess to Despina to Zerlina to Pamina and many of the lesser known operatic roles, as well as a wealth of concert material. In 1987, under the baton of her husband, Klaus Donat, whom she met in her early years in Cologne and to whom she has been married for right around 50 years now, here is an album with the unassuming title Unknown Arias for Soprano and Obligato Instruments, all by Mozart. It may not sound like much, but here is Helen Donat, after nearly 30 years of career, still singing with astonishing freshness, agility, and musical perception. It was easy to choose which aria I was going to play for you, because there's only one in German. All the others are in Latin. This is Die Hoffnung dient zum Stabe. There is also a bravura obligato part for clarinet, which on this recording is played by Dieter Klöcker. singing the role of Despina in Vienna in the year 2005, when she was 64 years old. And he'd always loved her, but he was quite taken with her performance. Mind you, at that point in her career, she had already moved into larger roles, such as the Elisabeth that we heard, the Marshallin, 
which she sang with my friend Janet Williams as Sophie, with Washington Opera, Agathe in Der Freischütz, and other such parts. And also other Wagner, which we will explore in just a few minutes. But let's listen to another excerpt from one of her Mozart parts. This is the role of Sandrina in Mozart's La Finta Giardiniera. At the time this recording was made in 1972 in Hamburg, under the baton of Hans Schmidt Isserstedt and a Crackerjack cast, the German language version adapted by Mozart as a Singspiel under the title of Die Gärtnerin aus Liebe was the only version extant of this piece. Only a number of years later was the original Italian score rediscovered. What we are going to hear, then, is Sandrina's aria Ach, vor Tränen schluchzen, seufzen, sung once again by today's special artist, Helen Donat. Mozart's Die Zauberflöte are cast rather differently in Germany than they are in other countries. Tamino is generally cast as a Helden tenor, and Pamina, the soprano part, tends to be cast with a lighter voiced soprano. So when Helen Donat recorded this role under Ottmar Zutner in 1970, she was very much still in the first blush of her youthful vocal prime. 
it was difficult to choose just one excerpt because her pamina is truly extraordinary. But I'm going to play for you a portion of the duet with Papageno by Menon, Welche Liebe fühlen. Her Papageno here is the East German baritone Günther Leib, who strikes me as very much in the Erich Kunz mold for this part. for many years primarily centered in German-speaking Europe. She and her husband Klaus settled in a small dorf just north of Hannover where they still live and therefore many of the non-German roles that Donat sang were done in German translation, including the role of Michaela in Carmen, a part for which she has professed a real affinity. Unlike many singers, she found that Michaela was a strong-willed girl who grew up in the mountains with a strong constitution, and she brings that to the part. We're going to hear a live recording from Munich that was recorded exactly 46 years ago today, the 23rd of December 1976. And this is a portion of the aria known in German as Ich sprach, dass ich furchtlos mich fühle. Ay, 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 what a mouthful. Je dis que rien ne m'épouvante. In its somewhat more mellifluous French title, Gabriel Schmora leads the Orchester der Bayerischen Staatsoper. <laughs> Thank you. 
I don't know if Donat sang the complete role of Antonia in Hoffmann's Erzählungen, or Le Comte d'Hoffmann, but she certainly sings the aria, Elle a fui la tourterelle, or, as it's sung here, Sie entfloh die Taube so minich, with great aplomb, and a good deal of power. This recording's from 1981, and you already hear the direction in which the voice is moving. Now we're going to hear a number of excerpts from German operas that are too little known outside of Germany, and in some cases even within Germany. Otto Nikolai lived from 1810 to 1849, and certainly his most famous work is an opera based on the Merry Wives of Windsor called Die Lustigen Weiber von Windsor. As in Falstaff, there are two different soprano parts, but unlike in Verdi's Falstaff, they are not mother and daughter. In this version, Alice Ford is known as Frau Flut, and Anne Page, the daughter of Meg Page, is known as Anna Reich. It's an indication of Helen Donat's versatility that within a two-year period, she participated in two different recordings of the opera in which she portrayed two different roles. First, in 1976, under the baton of Bernhard Klee, she sang the role of Anna Reich, or as she is known in Verdi's Falstaff, Nanetta. This is a portion of her duet with Fenton, who sung in this recording by Peter Schreier. He has just accused Anna of not loving him, and she responds with the words, Kannst du zweifeln? Can you doubt me? And she goes on to explain just how much she really does love him, and he joins her in duet. And there's also an absolutely exquisite violin obbligato, which is not an atypical 
device in German operas from this period. The following year, 1977, Helen Donat sang the role of Frau Flut, Alice Ford, 
in another recording of Lustigen Weiber under the baton of Raphael Kubelik. Let us listen to just a portion of Frau Flut's big aria, Nun eilt herbei. This is the final portion, Frohsinn und Laune würzeln das Leben. Essential German soubrette role is Enchen in Karl Maria von Weber's Der Freischütz. Though she went on to sing the jugendlich dramatisch role of Agathe as well, Helen Donat remains for me probably the greatest Enchen in the history of the opera. In 1978, there was a compilation recording released of excerpts from many of Helen Donat's complete opera recordings, which was supplemented by a number of new recordings made just for that occasion. This recording of the second part of Enchen's second aria was included on that release. Once again, we have an obbligato instrument accompanying the soprano voice, in this case, the violist Andras Schandor, and we hear Reinhard Peters conducting the Philharmonia Hungarica. And this is the cabaletta, if you will, of that aria, Trübe Augen. Trübe Augen, 
Friedrich von Flotau is another one of those German composers whom we don't hear so much of anymore, except for a couple excerpts from his opera Marta. I'm going to play for you today a radio recording from 1977 of his lesser-known opera called Alessandro Stradella. Yes, it is based on, very loosely, I might add, the life of the Italian Renaissance composer Alessandro Stradella. This is a duet between Stradella and his lover Leonore from the first act. In this recording, we hear Helen Donat paired with the German tenor Werner Holweg and Heinz Wahlberg leading the Orchester der Bayerischen Rundfunks. career, she was a protege of Herbert von Karajan. That association came to an end, it is said, after she turned him down too many times when he asked her to take on roles for which she felt that she was not yet vocally equipped. But one time in the year 1970, she did take on a sizable Part, the role of Eva in Wagner's Meistersinger von Nürnberg. At the time, she merely recorded it with Karian. But eventually, nearly 20 years later, she also sang the role many times and with great success. But even in the year 1970, you can hear how her voice really expands to encompass this part. This is Eva's jubilant, expulsive moment where she sings O Sachs, mein Freund, and Hans Sachs in this recording is portrayed by the East German Wagnerian bass baritone Theo Adam. <laughs> Der verliert mir alle Respekt. Ich 
Now I have another Christmas selection for you. This is rather an oddity, and I doubt that many of you know this work. It's by the German composer Hans Pfitzner. I shall say nothing about his complicated pedigree right now, merely that this is the work that followed his masterpiece Palestrina, another German opera based on the life of a Renaissance Italian composer. Fitzner followed that piece with a more intimate work called Das Christ Elflein, which was originally a Christmas play by Ilsa von Stach that had incidental music composed by Fitzner. Eleven years later, in 1917, he expanded the work to be a full-length opera, which, however, used a great deal of dialogue. I shudder to tell you the story of this opera because it is so sappy. But the Christ Elflein is a little elf that lives in the woods and 
inspired by the Christ child who appears in a vision, offers to give his life to save the life of an ailing child. Yeah, it's pretty hokey, but the music is exceptionally beautiful, and in 1979, Helen Donat appeared again with Kurt Eichhorn and the Münchner Rundfunk Orchester in a radio performance of the opera. This is from the moment when the elf realizes that death is part of the human condition. also a superb operetta singer, as we heard in that excerpt that began today's episode. I have two operetta performances by Helen Donat, which will carry us a little bit closer to the end of today's episode. First, from 1981, this is one of my favorite operetta arias, Ich schenk mein Herz, by Karl Milöcker from his operetta Die Du Barry. 
ever sang with Fritz Wunderlich. Although it's possible that she did, I simply don't have a definitive answer on that because she came to Germany in the year 1961 and therefore it is possible that the two of them did sing together. They certainly have very many similar traits. Clarity of diction combined with a commitment to the musical line and also extraordinary musical versatility. In 1982, Helen Donat joined forces with the Viennese conductor Willy Boskowski and the exceptional German tenor Siegfried Jerusalem to record Das Land des Lächelns, the more than somewhat problematic imperialist operetta by Franz Lehár. But oh my god, what a work of melodic inspiration this is. And I don't think that this particular duet, Wer hat die Liebe uns ins Herz gesenkt, has ever received a more glorious performance than it does from these two extraordinary artists.
there is one more episode for the year 2022. And in January, I will be offering a month's worth of reappraisals of singers whom I have often dismissed as problematic. One of those singers will be the American soprano Anamofo, who joined forces with Helen Donat in the year 1971 to make a near definitive recording of Humperdinck's fairy tale opera Hänsel und Gretel. I would like to offer the so called Abendsegen, the evening prayer, Abends will ich schlafen gehen, with both Donat and Mofo singing under the baton of Kurt Eichhorn. Thank you for joining me today. It has been my extreme joy to bring you Helen Donat in all of her vocal and musical glory. A real standby for Donat has always been Mozart's Exultate Jubilate. And as a closer today, I'm going to offer you a live recording of the final Alleluia. Once again, Kurt Eichhorn is leading the Münchner Rundfunk Orchester, and this is from that Christmas concert that took place on the 11th of December 1988.
my dear friends, keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Bundlach.